in the motherfucking suburbs with it. Rah, bing, bah, bah. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on? friendship whatever if there's no communication it's definitely not gonna last <clears throat> i'll piggyback by saying they found out you weren't uh like you know how you put it on a facade so you yeah. kind of find out you wasn't who you said you was that yeah. type of shit like they finally find <laughs> out the real person you, you catfishing your emotions mm -hmm. you catfishing your, catfish your whole energy they're like what the fuck is this <laughs> So I think that's a big thing that makes people walk away, yeah. especially with people being able to like, on your social media, you could probably, you know, like you said, catfish somebody, mm -hmm. show, show them what you want them to see versus giving yeah. them the authentic side of you. And then y'all in a relationship and they have to find out the things about you. I feel like with the aspect part of like, you know, you're not listening, you hear so many times in heated conversations where you have either person saying you not hearing me and I feel like when they say you not hearing me it's that person is like really it's not like they're not trying to hear them but it's like they're trying to prove their point and yeah. I think people get too caught up in being right or well that's one point for me I want this this argument and as lighthearted as it seems like that shit really runs deep because then you get to the point where the other person is like I'm not even gonna get involved and you may be thinking like shit is cool like we ain't arguing today but when you not saying that you gotta argue but when that when that conversation really just starts to just go from 10 to 5 to nothing you got a serious issue on your hands 
with your relationship. That's how I see it. You know, that's one of the reasons I see why people um, walk away. Another thing I'm thinking is people have too many selfish traits. Like yeah. a, that's what I wrote down to, like a compromise. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think, like, like you were saying with the whole... The selfish thing, it's a lot of, if, if you are not willing to compromise or communicate, then your relationship is going to go downhill or on a downward slope because you're not, you know, actually, sh- I think, I think with it, it's just like, how can I put this? Like what you were saying, Ari, like with the whole facade thing. If you go into a relationship not being your true authentic self and you let this prolong from to months and then a year or years eventually, eventually you yourself, you're going to get tired of putting on that facade. And then you go, something might happen, your significant other might say something, and then you're going to snap and then they're going to see the real you like, whoa. Who is this person? Mm-hmm. So I just feel like going into a relationship, I know for me, like, I would be completely honest. Like, what you see is what you get. If you like it, cool. If you don't, fuck you. I don't care. But, <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, because that's that's a big thing. A lot of people, a lot of people go into relationships or they don't think it's going to turn into a relationship, but it mm-hmm. does turn into a relationship. So now you stuck being this pretender that you were when you first, you know, got involved with this person. And that's how shit gets messed up. You need to, regardless of what it is, go into it being yourself. That way, that significant other, if they become that, they can't be like, oh, well, you wasn't like this at the beginning or you wasn't saying this or you was acting different. Like, no, this always been me. I've always been this way. Mm -hmm. So you can't throw this in my face saying I was different. Like, no. I've always been this way. What you see is what you get. Now, like, as far as compromise, yeah. <sighs> a lot of people don't like to compromise, period. Oh, yeah, no, it's an ego trip thing. But, and that, exactly. But in a relationship, you're good. If you really care about the other person, there are some things that you are going to have to compromise on. Now, I'm not telling you, you know, straight up just change who you are or change your views on whatever, but some stuff you are going to have to compromise on. Some stuff you can stand your ground on, like, look, no, bro, I'm not changing. No, that's not happening. But some shit, yeah, you're going to have to compromise on. Especially, like, what you're talking about, people be, a lot more people are um, refusing to compromise in a relationship for me, it's kind of like, why would you expect for somebody to want to be in a relationship with you if you don't see the decency or the reasons to compromise with them? Yeah. And I think a lot of times going into a relationship or something like that, people, I feel like sometimes the, the shit always go left because it's always the ideal. Like, you never really took the time mm-hmm. to really get to ask yourself if you really like this person. Like, right. It was just probably you like in the, the idea moment. of them. Yeah. But not who like they that. really are. It's, it, or you didn't even take the time to get to know them. Like, like, exactly. Because you was just so stuck on, like, 
probably something vague like not saying everybody does this mm -hmm. but to stick to the topic it's like a lot more people nowadays are going into relationships with shallow ass expectations right. and shit like that especially um I don't know. I'll yeah. off on that, but... <laughs> I think when I think of, like, selfish traits, I think of certain events. Like, for example, you and your significant other, y'all get in a dis disagreement about something. And it's not that y'all get in so much of a disagreement, but it's like, y'all both have facts, y'all both have key points, but... One person is not hearing the other, or one person's thinking like, "Well, my facts hold uh, more weight," and it's not like you're bending to them, but it's like, okay, let's let's agree to disagree, but let's come about it in a in a way where we don't have this conflicting idea of each other's um, ways of thinking later on. Right. But you have so many people. In relationship where, and I'm I don't want to say typically women because it depends, but you have them feel like, well, I'm not about to tell this person that they right. I don't care if they mad at me. I don't care who you're supposed to go to dinner after this. Whatever, then fuck it. I don't need to go because I'm not changing what I'm saying. Instead of just looking at it for what it is and realizing that that person might have some other underlying issue that they might not have dealt with yet. And I think as women, we try fucking hard to play a motherfucking therapist like we getting billed and getting paid four hundred dollars an hour like we need to really sit that hat down and instead of thinking like well let me see how i can fix this or well i'm gonna give it back to you the same way you give it back to me just look at it and be like you know what it's not even that big deal yeah we both have our own facts on opinion when you do get into the situation where somebody's like, well, I'm going to be right, and the other person's like, well, I'm going to be right, you're building a little molehill that's going to turn into yeah. a mountain of problems. And it's like, it, it turns into a like a lack of respect for each other. That was just leading into what I was about to say. Yeah, because like what you said with that, like, it's nothing wrong if you feel like you're right or if you feel like... Yeah, I'm right, so I'm not changing what I'm saying. Fuck right. what you're saying. But, <clears throat> I'm sorry, excuse me. Mm -hmm. But, um, like with the whole communication thing, if two people really, and I'm not even talking about in love. You could just be in like the beginning stages of your relationship. If two people respect each other, they're going to listen and they're going to communicate. And whether they agree with you or not, it's not gonna turn into a screaming or a yelling match or a well, fuck that nigga. He always think he right. Fuck him. I'm not even listening to him no more. It's not gonna turn into that if you have respect for each other and listen <clears throat> and communicate um, with that person. And that just made me so. That's what I was getting ready to say. Another key point that I feel causes relationships to disintegrate is when you don't respect or have enough respect or value your partner. Yeah. And touching on what Ari was saying, like if you look at some relationships today and like how they all play, like when I see relationships on Instagram, especially from these, I guess you want to call them IG celebs, 
I don't even take them serious because I'm like, some of the shit that they say, some of the shit that they do, and I'm like, this cannot be built on nothing. Mm-hmm. This is built like fucking three little pigs on a house of sticks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's always going to be a big bad wolf lurking around that motherfucker. It's going to blow, blow it down. down. Definitely. Your house is not built like the last little piggy, okay? I got to go back to kindergarten. Made out of straw. Because like when you see this shit and I'm like. It's even like how they advertise it too. Yeah, no, but you just, you just said a key word. They advertise, like when is your relationship? Like it's a business. It is a brand. People been broke so so long. (laughs) That shit, we got to get money. We got to get money. Anywhere I can get it. Anywhere I can get it. Broke, let me shack up with your ass. Nigga, I'm telling you, I peeped it. I peeped it. Niggas is advertising their relationships like they yeah. work for ad agencies. Like because like when you look at the shit, I'm like, there's no way in hell you can really be sitting up here like, yeah, this person really hold me down, holding me down. Like yeah, they, they holding you down, holding you down, you down to the bed. Yeah. They holding you down for sure. They sitting on your ass. <laughs> nah, they sitting on your ass. <laughs> Seriously, because I just look at them like. You know, when you hear people, like, compare relationships to the past yeah. and they say, you know, my parents didn't do this or my parents' parents. And I laugh because I'm like, let's not get fucked up. Mm-hmm. Toxic relationships been around since the beginning of the time. Shit, exactly. that was in the Bible. Yeah. Let's not get this idea. It's just that everything is on display for us to see. We're in this technology age where we can see everything. Shit, you can order a relationship through DoorDash. I'm pretty sure somebody's done it. I'm fucking I was about to say, you. you know, you gotta be in the right location. I'm you was in New York or some fuck. shit, somebody drop off your shit. Nigga, I heard some things about Chicago drops. I just don't want to get a gang member. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Shit. Like, what you bring it to them? Them chicken wings. I'm bringing you some dick. No, but seriously. You crazy. <laughs> but some real shit. Like, when you don't respect and value your partner, like, that's where shit can get crazy. And it don't necessarily have to turn physical. Mm-hmm. But it's like overall, like, when when the nigga be like, oh, I fuck with you, I like you. Okay, that's cool. But do you value me? Mm-hmm. Right. Do you respect me? Because if you respect me, you're not going to go out here and talk messy with your dudes. Like, you could say, yeah, I was with my girl last night, but say it in a respectful manner. But you're not going to be on some trip shit and be like, you know this bitch, like... And I know because I'm done with my female friends talking about dudes. I used to talk, well, you know this bitch. And I realized in that moment, damn, Coco, you don't even really give a fuck about him because you just literally just annihilated him in three seconds. And you didn't have no cares in the world. And I know for my soul, not to talk too much on it, but I'm like, if if I feel like I'm being pushed, then yeah, we all have those moments where we react to something. Right. But... I'm like, if I feel like you're trying to come halfway, but you're still giving me respect, then we can work on something. We can build something. We can strengthen something. But if you don't have no respect, you don't care, you doing whatever you want to do, you don't care how it affects me, that right there, you could tell me all day, yeah, I love you, I care about you, but do you really? And I and that's I agree with you one hundred percent. Like I think also, like you were saying, like how you annihilated them in three seconds. A lot of times when people are going through shit in their relationship, 
they run their mouths. Oh, they yeah. run and tell other people that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I know for me personally, everybody know about my nigga. Everybody know I fucking love the ground that man walks on. But y'all don't know shit about our relationship, though. Yeah. And we've been together forever. But people don't know, like, if me and him going through something, we keep that shit between me and yeah. him. And we work it out between me and him. And one thing that I do that I can honestly say is that he respects me, not just as his girl, but as a human being. And Mm -hmm. he values me and values what I have to say and my feelings and how I feel. Now, he ain't no sucker, though. He ain't just about to back down like, yeah, Nick, you right. No, he'll stand his ground, but he does it in such a respectful way that it's like, okay, I see where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. I'm going to meet you halfway. Do I think I was wrong? No, but let me try and see it from your your point of view. Maybe I was tripping a little bit. And I know for myself, I I can go back and look at myself and see where it's like, all right, Mickey, you was really on some fuck everybody shit and you took that out on him. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't right. And then I go back and apologize to him like, babe, I'm sorry. I ain't mean it that way. I just been dealing with some shit. I'm stressing out. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have taken that out on you. My bad. Forgive me. I'm sorry. But we worked that shit out between me and him. I don't go run to my friends and be like, and you know what this nigga did? Yeah, and he no. did this, that, and the other. And fuck that. And then your girls, if they really your girls, they either going to tell you like, Mickey, chill. You know, maybe talk to him. Or they might be on some, oh, let's burn this nigga house down type shit. But that don't mean that but your girls. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they <laughs> really your, you. But then your girls, the next day, you back loving this nigga, and your girl's like, I thought we was burning his house down. <laughs> no, I'm good. We're not burning his house down today. I love him again. Then your girl's like, bitch, make up your fucking minds. We killing this nigga. No. <laughs> but, yeah, that's another thing. Like, keep your shit between you and your partner, regardless. Like, you He's ain't. privacy. Yo, yeah, definitely. privacy is very if important. If I'm dating a dude, you ain't gonna know shit about him. It's if I very post important. a dude, what you see me post is what you gonna know. Exactly. I don't right. give a fuck if me and this nigga who's broken up for a minute. You, If you ask me, are you in a relationship, especially if I ain't trying to fuck with you. Yeah, nigga, I'm going on 20, 10, 15, years. <laughs> right. Like, you not, you ain't gonna know. And, and, and another reason why is because so many people... Even say you do separate from your guy. So many people, or separate from your girl, vice versa. People be wishing yeah. for your downfall. Yeah. And niggas can have niggas in their ears. Like, one of my male friends told me, he was like, you know, I had this dude. He was talking about his ex-girlfriend. He was like, this dude was telling me how I should leave my girl and all this. He went, me and my nigga had been cool for a minute. He was like, I knew the girl for about two and a half years. I'm like, yeah, what happened? He's like, and my dude was just like, you know, I'm seeing her out. Like, she just don't seem trustworthy, all this stuff. And he was like, and I was stupid because he like, I listen. Thing is, he didn't love the girl. He was like, we, I liked her, but I didn't love her. So it didn't hit personal. He was like, but I stopped talking to her. He was like, I didn't tell her I was going to stop talking to her. I just stopped talking to her. He was like, a year fast forward, his boy had told him he was moving away. This nigga was dating his girl. And I was like, so you and your boy still cool? He was like, no. Literally don't talk. He was like, but what it made me learn is, like how Mick was saying, like, that could be part he of told him, he was telling him shit about him and his girl. He was like, and it wasn't no serious thing, but it was like enough where 
you know, guys get around guys, girls get around girls. You go and talk. That's just mere, that's conversation. Like, so what's going on with you in your relationship? You know, whatever, whatever. Right. You're going to have that conversation. He was like, but his dude, supposed to be like his brother, was really chiming in. was like, yeah, I peeped this. And I was like, well, what if he didn't see her in no bar? He was just lying. He was like, I never really put it together. It was just that she was making me think she was doing iffy shit. Right. I'm like, see, that's why you need to have an open line of communication. Yeah. If she really about you, she gonna be honest. I, I feel like if a chick really is feeling a dude, really likes a guy, really can see your future with that guy, she's not gonna lie. Right. Even some shit where I'm looking like you ain't gotta give all that info, she's gonna come forward and let them know, like, look, babe, that's me and my girls did whatever. But if she don't really see no future with you, that, that line of communication is not gonna be open like it mm-hmm. should because she just sees you as the time being nigga. Niggas don't even know they have them titles. Yeah. Time being. <laughs> I was about to say that shit too. Niggas be so full of themselves up until you find out your position in the situation. I'm, I'm saying they really don't. And um, a lot of dudes do be, because um, even to piggyback on which is uh, the story that you yeah. gave us in regards to the two bro bros, mm-hmm. but um, it's like some people got to, like that's why I said it's shallow reasons because it's like a lot of times Guys, they get into relationships yeah. to validate another man's oh, opinion, yeah. to validate another man's approval, that, what you and all this learn? other shit. And especially, like, because I dated somebody who would, like, like, they would literally wait till they, he was a part of a fraternity, too. So mm-hmm. he would wait till he got around, like, his bros yeah. to, like, bash me and everything like that. All in the sake of, because now I'm older, I get it now, but, like, all in the sake of, I know they want you. I'm just trying to make it seem like you're not, you know. Right. Make it to where they wouldn't want you. you yeah. Spit on your character type yeah. shit. But it's like, why would you even be with somebody like that? Right. right. And I think that's the thing that, um, even with you speaking on, like, sometimes with uh, us as women not taking full accountability for yeah. how, like, we might make somebody feel mm-hmm. or just being absolutely like, I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. Right. It's like, how do you think that's going to stunt somebody growth? Exactly. How do you think that's, what is the point of the relationship at this point? Like, why would right. y'all even want to be a unit or even be, I don't know, seen with each other Yeah. at that point? If you're going to be sitting up here doing it for all this, the worst reasons, I would yeah. say. Um, I wrote down um, as well, the like somebody you know how sometimes people get complacent mm-hmm. so i would say like another thing that can make people walk away from a relationship is if somebody is just not internally growing like mm-hmm. no type of ambition you don't see yourself getting better like you just yeah. feel complacent with yeah. where you are just because you're comfortable with your life yeah like people really got to get back to being um, not equally yoked, but like at least be with somebody that's got the same page. Oh, definitely. You know I completely saying? agree. Like <clears throat> you gotta be. I don't think people really understand. Like when you do look at maybe some parents back in the day who were married and really respected themselves as a union. Even if you had the mom that was more so a stay-at-home mom. My mom was more so a stay-at-home mom. But when I learned my mom's life before she met my dad, I was like, oh, you was busy, busy. Right. And I realized 
the job that she took on with me and my brothers and my sisters. But my mom still had her own shit. And, and what you were saying, Ari, I think when, sadly, like how we were saying, it's like an advertisement. When you have two people get in a relationship and, and one is like, well, they're doing good. They're moving forward. Their credit score is popping. They have shit going on. What do I really need to do? And they just kind of get in this lackadaisical attitude like, I mean, I'm good. And they do sit in that comfortability because it could go back to how they was raised. It could go back to things that happened to them that they haven't dealt with. I heard this therapist say one time, she said, before somebody get in a serious relationship, each of those individuals should have had some type of therapy within their life. Mm -hmm. Because when you get in a relationship, it is, unfortunately, the terminology sounds worse than it is, but it can be like a job. Mm -hmm. Because, for one, you got to make sure whatever that person is doing doesn't fall on you. Sometimes, especially women, we're, we're nurturers. So if we see our men going through something, struggling, it's almost like we automatically take on that burden. And now we're in our heads like, well, let me see how I could do this. I just want to make life better for us. When really, you guys have to both make life better for yourself to make it better for you guys. Yeah. And that's where I think, like, you got to always want more. And when some people, like how you said, I feel like some people get in relationships because what the real truth is, they have a fear of being alone. Mm. Yep. And so they get in these relationships, and they're not really caring really what's the ends and other relationships. They're not setting boundaries. They don't really care what happens. It's just that, hey, I got somebody to call, text, fuck, eat with, sleep with, wake up, and do the same thing. They don't have more of a want for Yeah, they don't, they don't have a, a drive for themselves. Like, I could be in a relationship with somebody, but at the same time, I'm in my head like, Okay, let's get rich, Steve. Like, I'm right now, if three of them ain't work, okay, I got one more to start to redo this list. <laughs> but, but I'm not looking for somebody to be. Well, and I, I, just <laughs> I really feel like even for me, like, my mom always told me, she was like, Candace, you have been super independent. She was like, out of all my children, who I love, she was like, you were so independent. Where you did get whipping sometimes. Because your independence was so bold that you're like, I'm not asking nobody shit. My sister right here will tell you, like, there every time that she'll be like, can let me help you with this or do you need this? And she'll tell you, I'm like, no. Even if it's clear as daylight, Candace, you, you need a little help in this. Like, don't burn yourself out. But when it comes to relationships, I, just from things that I've dealt with with men, it's like, I'm not about to let you say you gave me anything. At all. That's never going to step out of my lips. And just having that bold opinion is like, you know, yeah, it's okay. You know, your guy should want to do for you. Not saying he's going to take care of you. But he should want to do for you. But for me, it's like, if you do for me, whatever the fuck you do or don't do, I'm going to be straight. Because I'm not with you because you have something or you can take care of me. I don't put all of my needs and wants in your hands. And I think, like, you have a lot of, is more prevalent with females, where you see females get in relationships with guys because they're like, well, he my come up. And I'm not saying this is all women. I'm just no, saying this, it's more shit. what you, you see. It He's my like, come up. He, who were we talking can, about last week? Um, Ari Fletcher. Yeah, yeah. And you like, feel like it's, when dudes come across women like my sister, women like you, and 
it's, it's a rarity, mm-hmm. which is, is unfortunate because that also stems from the baker type moms. Yep. The, the moms in the 50s where it's like, you're supposed to have all this set up. So they have this idea where it's like, my place in life is to support his goals and his dreams. And this goes back to what you said, Ari. Mm-hmm. They, they do come, become complacent, but then if she has a awaken moment then it's like i want i want more than for I myself, want more for myself. Yeah. Right. and then it's like now she realized what did this relationship really give you mm-hmm. but dick and <laughs> from apparently <laughs> what i've been hearing like bitch has been fucking with small dick nigga. so i'm like uh it's not giving you much so even with you bringing that up but yeah. did y'all see um yes i seen it what porsche porsche are you talking about 20 inch dick dude no but oh, um why was we have to talk about both of them <laughs> <laughs> she's talking about real housewives of america Wait, i love porsche too she is crazy that's what i thought she was talking about no nah, um be simone did y'all see her recent post I so, follow her. I follow her too because of the, the the book shit. The book shit really got me. I, did. I was really rooting for her, but, but I was because I just didn't like the reply. Like you know how you yeah. get celebrities and yeah. drop some gems. The work harder, no, the work smarter, but harder shit. Oh yeah. Get, get out of here, lady. I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> but um, so y'all know how she was. Doing, you know, my boyfriend, yeah. thirsty as fuck online. Oh, yeah, you feel me? I remember when yeah. Saw, yeah, she got a boyfriend now. Yeah, NFL That's- player. You feel me? Yeah. Oh, so we saw her. So that hey. was that was her whole that was behind the post of what she was saying as far as um. So you're not talking about Porsche from? Uh, no, I'm talking about B Simone. Yes. So when she made the post talking about you gotta attract what you want, yeah, but like what she was, how she was. So I, you know, I didn't want to comment in it because I'm like I don't feel like checking bitches today. This tea, this tea though. She got yeah. this shit from somebody. I else. was laughing because I'm like, you just fresh with this dude. You talking you about thirsty. all of these. You're saying it's like you <laughs> been was married for five years. She was on his dick like. Losing her fucking mind like, over this man. And the thing that I think like, is so embarrassing. Then, what was that? When he was on Wild and Out? Yeah. And that wasn't even that long ago. No, and she true. was, she down there. Okay, I'm not even going to say what I was about to say. But she was on this Because <laughs> we were going to I ain't trying to get no lawsuit. Her tagline was she wanted a boy. Yes, but she was so fucking thirsty. And then when she was on the okay. show, that that show little Kim had for a minute. With they was on the boat. Girls, yeah. girls yeah. trip or something like that. Yeah, Girl, thirsty as fuck. That. And all this shit wasn't even that long ago. But now all of a sudden, you've been in this hot, quick relationship that you only been in for a quick minute. And now you look guru on relationships. That's the thing that made me chuckle because she's talking about manifesting. I'm like, sweetie, any female in this world can manifest any guy. And honestly, not even to cut you off. That fits your criteria. Not even even to cut you off with that. But I don't even think she believed that manifest. Manifesting right now is a trend. Mm -hmm. For us real people 
who been manifesting since we was in church church. and the pastor was saying, Jesus said, manifest. For us real manifestors, not for the people that is trending now and you got your crystals and your sage and your smoke and nothing against that by all means. If that helps you, do it. But if you, (laughs) but I'm saying like this shit is everywhere you turn. YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you go, is somebody talking about manifesting. And it's nothing wrong with that. But do you really know what the fuck it means? Yeah. Bitch, B. Simone don't know what the fuck that is. She, like, probably gonna say she invented manifesting. You know, she came up with it. She probably gonna say that shit. Just like she said about the book that she plagiarized. And she's talking about, oh, I manifested this man. Girl, get the fuck out of here. And it's like manifesting. You've been with this nigga for a month. A quick second. This month is just like <laughs> a quick and, second. And I'm not saying she probably bash her. But she's she's still in the first stages. And this is why I say like what the therapist said, like before you start doing anything, because you will start doing for for a guy that you really like, you gonna start doing some crazy shit. You're going to start doing it. And even for her to be regurgitating at the mouth talking about this is what you do and this is what you do and, and how you say it and how you approach it and what you write down and how you sleep at night, turn on your left, come up on your right. Like, all of that is not even necessary. And what really took me back, like, I know some women were like, what she's saying, we, we got to do this and we can't want it. What took me back is when she described she described a tall man. She described a guy with the body. And yes, that's nice. There's nothing wrong with it. And I'm like, but how is that supposed to be the ideal man? Right. Not every woman wants a man like right. that. So you're you're conflicting your own word, words telling them this is how you get this man that you want. Let's get yourself in shape. And I'm like, let me tell you something. This gonna hit a lot of niggas the wrong way, but it be the ugly niggas that want the bitches with the Kardashian bodies. I'm sorry. The niggas that's really attractive are really handsome, who really have something going for themselves. Don't care enough. They don't have that confidence. Is that they don't have that confidence issue? Yeah. They don't necessarily have that confidence issue where it's like ugly niggas the ones that be making up. So I don't know if you saw when Ply (laughs) Ply spoke on it. Plies was like, especially with his new team, and I laughed because I was like, Plies is he so attractive. So he's so up. adorable. So, so and Plies was like, Plies literally spoke on this right after her video release and was like, you know, if you want to get your body done, that's okay, but do that shit for you. Don't do that because you think you gonna get this guy because a lot of the women that do it, he was like, they want a certain type of status guy. He's like, but do you know who really cares about that? It's the niggas that look like gremlins. Yeah. It's not your attractive dudes that are trying to do something with themselves. It's not because they have enough confidence in themselves to where they're like, yeah, I know I look good, but she looks good to me. And I don't care what anybody else say. I'm not trying to find validation from my niggas on based on what I like. I like what I like. But that's when she said that I was just like, be smile, be smile. I don't want this to come back in your face. And your dude just all of a sudden be like, okay, it was fun while I lasted. I'm on to the next. TMZ or dumbass. Oh, oh. They find out on the shade room. Trust me. Yep. They'll be there when this happens. Sure will. <laughs> it will be the most embarrassing thing ever. But, um. I think that's what made me be so, like, uh, 
I don't know. It's just the simple fact like you can't be sitting up here stealing other people's information that you're not even qualified to necessarily mm -hmm. use. Yeah. And especially if it's just going to be, like I said, advertising for the clout of your page, for the trafficking of people like yeah. coming to see you and all of that stuff. Like, I just feel like that's kind of, it's, it's a little insensitive because it's really people out here that want relationships. It's really people out here that don't know what the fuck to do to have yeah. a good relationship. And for me, it's just like, um, the reason why I brought it up is because apparently she stole this information from somebody who like, literally three got a, a three series book. Are you kidding me right now? This is like, the second, second time she's done it. Well, this is the second this time. This is the same lady Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like two of the yeah. ladies that came for Yeah, They were like, she took this from my book, too. I think she was taking different pages. But and made it into one book. Mm -hmm. Plagiarism. And that's irritating, because my thing with that type of stuff is, where, well, why? Like, what the fuck like, do you get out of that? that? Like, we we never going to remember you as a relationship guru if your ass never end up married. What the other the books that what the other two, <laughs> the books that the other two women wrote, were pretty much self-help books. She could have taken inspiration from her books, but this is where your smarts come into play. Mm -hmm. You could have taken that shit and reworded it. She copied word from word, my nigga. That's like, mm -hmm. go back and pick up an eighth grade English book and figure out how to reword this shit. So that, <laughs> one, you don't get sued for plagiarism, mm -hmm. and two, it don't look like you stole that shit because every, it's a lot of authors out here that got self-help books. This is just modern everyday shit that people go through. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they, the other two authors could have said, oh, we came up with this shit because no, they didn't. There's other people that got self-help books. Mm -hmm. She could have easily reworked. She even took the same format that they have. Like in their books, they have certain parts in the book that's kind of like journaling where you can write down like your goals or your yeah, aspirations. Bro, she took the same fucking format and color scheme lack of trying for me. so and then like i remember the first time it happened she said then she came out she pulled a robin thick well i didn't actually <laughs> write it somebody else wrote, wrote it, it and edited it and i gave information to them but just before a couple months before that you was out here promoting something like, yeah i wrote my first book but now you didn't write the shit somebody else wrote it and you just gave ideas to them but your name on the front of the book, just say author, be Simone. Mm -hmm. Just like, and this ain't even the only thing, like people are talking about this because this is the only thing that she's really been like promoting. But even like for me, I'm heavy, y'all know, esthetician, makeup artist, so I'm heavy into makeup. So she has her little lipstick line and whatever. Nobody has even noticed that she stole the whole packaging from the Dior lip gloss. I know this for a fact because Dior lip gloss is my favorite lip gloss. Mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, bro, she stole the whole pack. And their lip gloss <laughs> has a very distinctful look to it. I think I got it on me. It's in my pocket. And that's crazy. It's not a lot of lot. It's not a lot of lip glosses that look like this. That is it. That's she got the same fucking <laughs> packaging. Do. That's what my. There's a lot of lip glosses like, or lipsticks that have. Similar looks. You got the tube, twist off, twist on, circular cap, or square cap. There's not... Dior actually owns the patent for this shape. So, if her lipstick gets even bigger, it won't be before long. Dior sue her ass for packaging infringement. That's how you know it's not doing numbers. Because 
She's certified already. Like the thing, like so this packaging. Dior owns this packaging. It's like um. Wow. It's like um. I can't think of who else. It's essentially the Nike check. Everybody know the Nike check belongs to Nike. Nike owns the check. If you see another sneaker, but they got the Nike check, Nike can sue them. It's their trademark. Pretty much. So this little twist off bell top cap, this is the Christian Dior. They own this. They created this and own this. Bruh, she got the same fucking packaging, my she nigga. Do. You see it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like my eyes got big because I see it. We know when, it, when she I'm like, y'all talking about books. I'm like, like she's still in books. She's still in packaging. But not to get off topic, it's, it's a lot that men and women, or I don't want to just say men or women, but whether if you're in a relationship, whether you gay, straight, bi, whatever, um... Like you were saying, Candace, you gotta, I feel like going into any relationship, you gotta also want things for yourself. So my next, like, my, my other key points, cause I wrote key points on um, what causes people to walk away and what causes people to stay. So my next key point that causes them to walk away was people having trust and confidence issues. And you can have that well, you're going to have that with yourself that's going to start melting off of yourself into your partner. And what your partner or what you may feel like you lack or don't have, you're going to start accusing your partner of having those same situations. So, for example, um, if you don't feel attractive enough compared to your partner and y'all going out or whatever and you're getting attention and your partner isn't, and your partner is thinking like, huh, you getting this attention, who else you getting attention from? Who else you talking to? Are you talking to somebody? And I feel like that's one of the most reckless parts of a relationship that causes a lot of relationships to end because people claim so much that, yeah, I'm confident. Yeah, I can get whoever I want. Yeah, 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 I trust this person. But it's like whatever... Um, shit was done to you before you met this person or entered this bond or what you may call it before you entered it with this person you didn't do the own work on yourself so now you're you're consistently you're pointing fingers because you're thinking what you would do if you was in that situation and you're so you're you're subconsciously you're mad at your partner but you're not really mad at your partner you're mad at yourself and I feel like that's another reason um, the relationships this band and um, the last key point I made as far as my relationships coming apart is unfortunately some people just expect the worst. They literally just expect the worst. Yep. Like You have so many people, men, females, um, heterosexual relationships, homosexual relationships, that have been through shit ton of bad stuff. Bad things happen to them. And it's like, they may be the person that really is a good-ass person. But, and it's not like they don't trust them. Because it's different from, you know, like I said, trusting and having confidence. It's just that you're like, why is, this, why is this person being so nice to me? Why is this person respecting me so much? Why is this person going out of their way to just make me smile? And you keep internalizing like... Well, the last relationships I had, when a person, you know, 
I wanted them to do this. They weren't doing it. They just literally told me, like, you do it yourself. They were rude. They weren't as considerate. And it's like your partner gets to a point where they're like, I can't keep trying to make you believe that I'm really this good person because of your past. And I feel like that's one thing that a lot of people, they refuse to see in relationships is that they could have had a great relationship. They could have had a relationship that turned into, if you wanted marriage, marriage. But it's almost like they were tainted and, and bruised. And it's, it's a sad situation because you see it so often where you have a person who's been bruised and broken so many times that it's like they don't even have hope in a relationship where it could be a good relationship because they're really just expecting the worst. And the person's just like, I can't, I don't have the strength to keep going no more because no matter what I do, he or she is not going to see that I really care for them. Yeah. I know some people who have been in situations where they just, like, really was expecting the worst and they just could not understand why their partner was even with them mm -hmm. um, or, you know, why they were treating them so good and it was because so much shit had happened to the other person. But, like, that could happen in just life in general. Like, when you... Now, and I am a firm believer in sometimes, you know, what you speak is what you get, but a lot of times people will... Or a relationship can end because, you know, you're not really expecting anything good out of it because of shit that you've been through. Or maybe stuff that you haven't been through. Some people just expect the worst. I feel like you got to have a special care with somebody like that. And yeah. I know, like, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily walk away from a person like that. No, but you couldn't blame somebody you, for walking away because it can true. become tiresome. You like, yeah, that's some draining ass shit. Yeah. Like at some point, it it, it is okay. Not to be rude, no, it's really insensitive. But that's it's like it really when is. people don't want to take accountability for that. The lack of confidence that you might bring to a relationship is not that other person's responsibility. To feel that void for you, yeah. I don't. I feel like what we are yes. when people talk of like people don't be sticking to why, not why you're in a relationship, but like mm -hmm. the point of it. Like, like how you were saying, sometimes people just want to find somebody so they don't have to be alone. Right. Versus why are people even together to reproduce to build right. families? Right. So if you can't even carry yourself, why would you think somebody else should carry both? of Mm -hmm. And I, like Will Smith, he said it, and I kind of thought this shit was just kind of like, yeah, y'all say that because y'all swingers. <laughs> but, <laughs> not allegedly. 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 <laughs> but the thing, he said, he made a comment like, you know, me and my wife, we're not responsible for our happy, each other's happiness. And that is, yeah, you're not true. true, because you have to, like, it's a table if y'all gonna be in love. And that's like I was saying, therapy, like yeah. you have to be able to want enough for yourself, and not even I, like physical, <clears throat> material things. It's like at some point you have to ask yourself, even if you're, you know, you've been through hurtful relationships. Like, okay, do you really want? If you want to be a wife, let's say, because I'm speaking from my perspective, a woman, do you want to be a wife? Do you want to get married someday? Do you really believe that there's somebody out there who can match everything you're looking for and and be that one with you versus you saying you think you want it 
and then you get somebody that may potentially and you're like um i don't even really want to you know move forward because i think there's some hidden agenda which unfortunately that is a situation amongst a lot of people because of certain things that happen but that's why i say like i know some people will get in relationships quick i I, i'm a take my time person like if I'm talking to you, I could talk to you for four or five months and you I still don't trust you. Like I'm not gonna sit up here and say you're my boyfriend or I'm your girl just based off surface things. Like when I say I'm the pickiest of the pickiest, I'm the pickiest of the pickiest. And it's not even on looks, not on physicality. It's like my energy, my spirit has to feel some kind of comfortability with you. Because one thing I'm not going to do, which unfortunately a lot of people do today, is they have the relationships and it has no result. It's like, like how you were saying, what is your goal? <laughs> is, is it just to be Ken and Barbie? Like, like we playing Dallas. Because yeah. after you done playing, you sit the motherfucker down. And you have goals. Yeah, she had, <laughs> Barbie was a bitch with many virtues. But I'm saying like, at the end of the day, like... What really is the purpose? And, like, especially a lot of young men today, they cannot answer that question. It's like, even if you just come, like, so straight, like, so what the fuck is we doing? they like, what you mean? Like, what do you mean? What I mean, bitch? Like, <laughs> and not to disrespect me, but I'm saying, like, that. in my head, I'm calling you a bitch. Because I don't want to back smack you. But no, I'm asking you. What? Exactly. We playing this shit by ear, my nigga? What? I survived with my <laughs> own stuff. I'm going to let you know. Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to get back to you on it. And some people, and that's the thing, because some people cannot vibe by themselves. Yeah. I don't need your energy to feel <laughs> like, I got three people in my head already. You the fourth motherfucker. Yeah. So you came at our party, okay? We made time for you. So I need you to work this out for me, cause I'm not understanding. But you, you, some dudes they feel like they can play on a girl's, a woman's confidence, her, her trust. Some dudes will ask certain questions. I've peeped this, but I used to be a pimp, so I know the game. They will ask certain questions (laughs) to a female about how she was with her father just to see how they can nitpick like mm-hmm. oh, about that shit. so she got minimal daddy issues so mm-hmm. i'm gonna put i'm gonna play daddy for a minute and then i'm gonna pull back and now she's gonna be yearning for me like a lost kid and i'm like i'm gonna pick that shit i'm saying i'm like dude i don't give a fuck i'm, I'm literally got two of my pops where i ain't talked to nigga the whole year i love him but no matter what you say i'm enough for me so you're not gonna get me in a situation where i'm like oh it's cool that's why i also feel like you have where you say i think one of y'all spoke on this like a few weeks back we was talking about the age gaps and that's where you see like some dudes that are much older than certain girls and i'm like yeah you think it's cute and it's like oh i got me an older dude or whatever but i'm like but when you really break down the math of it and it's like you, know, you this this wasn't just some right, this wasn't this wasn't just some I thought she was fly I ain't happen to know she was that old but she legal like no mm-hmm. dudes a certain age literally will plot 
For young girls. Yes, because they feel like mentally, they know they haven't done a lot of stuff. Yeah. Because they can't. They, you know, they fresh, some of them fresh out of high school. So it's like, okay, she just entering doing the stuff. However, depending on how she, how she is about herself, that's not going to have to necessarily be true. So you have some girls, because I know when I was 17, shit. I probably was more ruthless than I was now, yeah, honestly. But I like the way you literally have to stop and sure, think. Like, Hold on. Sure. <laughs> I could have been doing a bit if I got cut. I was definitely more caring now. Oh, definitely. Because <laughs> back then, shit, when I was 17, I'd call a nigga a bitch with the quickness. Yeah. I didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. bitch, you a bitch and your mama a bitch, bitch. Yeah, I was rude. I was, I fuck was you, nice bitch. Fuck you, bitch. I fuck your daddy. Bitch, in front of your mom. But the, Come bitch. On, <laughs> but the thing is, like, that that literally, it, it goes back to, like, like, with relationships and, um, like how you were saying, um, pretty much, like, what is, the, what is the whole ordeal? Like, what are we doing? Where, where are we going? Um, I'm not responsible for your happiness. You're responsible for your happiness. We can be happy together, but I cannot feel whatever void that's been missing for a long time before I even met you. Right. I can't feel that maybe that, that lack of relationship that you wanted from your dad. I cannot feel that. And you have some creepy, yeah, from your toxic future type dudes that will bamboozle a chick with all the right things just be dangling like a pedophile like come get it come get it and then they run to it like a dog and then they get treated like a bitch oh that was bars they dangle it in front of you like a dog and you wonder why you get treated like a bitch i need to drop my mic that's the mic (laughs) but i'm saying like that um those are the reasons i feel like why you had your relationships disband after you yeah. claim your love now you definitely um, gotta um my key points on how to stay in love is you, i just you have like, to want it just one thing about mm-hmm. like with that whole thing you definitely gotta love yourself first and that's not even coming from no conceited selfish area like you can't love nobody else if you don't love yourself first and that's not necessarily saying oh i'm always gonna put me above you like nigga, I've no, had I don't have that no but you gotta love yourself first because you can't love nobody else if you don't love yourself first and that's something that i i've always been very confident but i i did realize when i got to a certain age i'm like you know what I feel like I'm putting these things ahead of me. And not just, like, dudes. It was never really dudes, but, like, friends, family, whatever. I'm like, I'm always putting my shit on the back burner. And then I don't remember what happened one day. And I was like, man, shit, fuck this. I'm going to need a reminder at this point. I got to love myself first. And then a couple years later, I went and got that shit tattooed on me. But you definitely got to... Like if you are not in a, if you mentally not in that headspace where you are confident enough in yourself and not just like in your looks or whatever, but knowing the value of you, you don't need to be in no type of relationship until you can get the until you can understand the value of you. You don't need to be in no relationship. But you're gonna need that shit. 
going to need to, like, be able to have mm-hmm. that routine of having, like, your self-care and all that shit. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Because the relationship, when you do get in one, it's not always going to be in a honeymoon. Exactly. It's not going to always be what you thought it was. Right. So shit might look like it's going to end tomorrow, but you have to know <laughs> how to, like, you know, yeah. be Thank prepared. Because it. Yeah. It, it sucks to see certain relationships fall apart, mm-hmm. and you literally see people falling apart. Like, yeah. yeah. How much and I think with that is like you, y'all both, you can't, you, y'all both have to want it, yeah. and that like that's going into the next what I was about to say on how to stay in love. Like you, you can't have one person that's like, I want it, but Jim don't, or Jim just acting, Jim ain't throwing no efforts in the stand. Like yeah, I know shit ain't gonna be perfect. Yeah, I feel like perfect. when you go, get into a relationship. You, you do need to have that awareness. Like, and it's not even like you're thinking of worse or you're thinking like, okay, this could possibly happen. But it's like, you need to know, like, yeah, shit ain't going to be perfect. Life ain't perfect. So that right there should let you know your relationship, a real relationship, is not going to be perfect. perfect. Y'all not, I did, you're not that person. So y'all not going to agree on everything. Right. I don't even know how you could want... Not saying you don't want yourself. Of course, you want to love yourself. But how you could be in a relationship with a person who's like, yes, yep, uh huh, oh, yes. I'm like that's not even fun. Quick, right? I don't even want my fucking like, puppy oppose, to do that. Oppose me, nigga. Let me see what like, you look like when you get mad. Oh, I like that shit. I don't shit. even want my like, dog to see how you act up. Mm, that might turn me on. But I'm saying like. You have to go into a relationship knowing like, okay, there's going to be moments where we don't see eye to eye. Right. And that's that's normal. But like how you're saying, like, okay, but if one person is not willing to put forth some type of effort on keeping y'all together, even when y'all have an argument. I know from a situation, I was in an argument with a dude, and I was like, I know how I could get. I have different levels before they reach 10. There's many levels. But I was like, since I've been maturing and working on my own personal growth, I'm like, I could combat this because I knew from before when I was going in, just like, I'm ready to King Kong shit up. It was because of how I felt about certain things in my own life. And I felt that I had to always just defend it and stand like, you ain't about to talk to me no type of way. Even if the person is really just saying like, well... I don't agree with what you're saying. Like for me, I was hearing it like you, you, you posing a threat, nigga. Let's fight. But as I mature and start learning myself and talking to myself with the mother three people in my head, <laughs> I realized like, you know what? I I hear you. So many times we say I'm listening, but we really don't hear. Right. And it's like okay, like I was saying early on with the whole compromising, like they all tie in together. It's just different divisions breaking down, different stages, different levels. But it's like okay, I really want this relationship. Yeah, we was ready to just slap the shit out of each other twenty four hours prior. But I love you. You love me. Let's work on it. Let's see what we can do. What can we do? How can we go about this versus wanting to come in each other's throats? Let's talk it up. Like, you might have said some stuff. I didn't like I, vice versa. But I'm not about to be like, you tripping and bust out the door. I'm going to really look at it and mirror myself. But people not ready to look at themselves. People yeah. ain't ready to admit that mm, you 
got a little trait of being a little fuck up. Like, that's your bad. Quit trying to put that on your partner. That's your own shit. That's one of the points I wrote down, taking accountability. Exactly. That should be, like, insane when a lot of people really refuse to take responsibility yeah. for what they're doing. Um, to piggyback on your key points, too, I did say honesty. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, one thing I did want to say, I feel like in order to make a relationship, like, to stay in love with somebody, you really got to be their friend. You yeah. gotta really let them be themselves. Oh yeah. Like to be able to, so you can even communicate with them. Like I'm not coming at you like this as your lover. I'm telling you this as a friend. Like yeah. you really probably need to get your shit together. Yeah. Something like that. Right. Um. As well as active listening, because like you, you was talking about that earlier too. Uh, people will talk and talk and tell you <laughs> exactly how they feel <laughs> without you even really knowing what the fuck they talking right. about. Mm-hmm. And people gonna tell them themselves, but. I think sometimes, like, us as people, we don't ever want to talk about what it looks like when somebody is down. Yeah. Like, you got to make that shit. Because especially with men, sometimes they be operating too much in their ego. So they're not going to always directly tell you what happens. But you have to, like, you have to at least know this person to the point, like, you could see something's going on and you know how to talk to them. Like, yeah, it, it has to be even to a point where you with somebody who's very introverted and you an extrovert like you got to be able to mm-hmm. know them enough to be able to be like all right let me see how i can right. with you so you comprehend where i'm coming right from. no definitely i agree with that so yeah. much because like i know for myself i'm i forgot what the other one's called it's like a bit of both but like and when it comes yeah i think that's what it's called but most days i'm i it's like i'm a extrovert but it's like I probably I know I'm that for sure because I could just read people and then I just be like so this is going on but it's like I don't always vocalize it but like how you were saying talking to especially like dudes that do have egos and it's like okay I don't want you to think I'm stripping you of your manhood mm-hmm. but you can't Think that I'm about to come at you because maybe somebody else did. You gotta realize that hey, like I'm here, I'm listening. But we also, as women, I feel like we have to, like you said, friends. I feel like being friends first is a, one of the most amazing foundations. But let's just say you weren't friends first, but your friendship is growing in that relationship. You still gotta be able to understand. And and I wish people just stop assuming shit. Cause that's what causes the most problems and everything. Like, yeah. stop thinking. Like, if I am a bitch to you, then let me be that bitch to you, and then let me go handle my business. Let me be that bitch. But you cannot automatically think like she a female. She about to be on the trip. Like, yeah. no, because I might honestly give you some golden advice. I might actually help. I might agree with you. You know, there's plenty of times where I've seen myself where it's like. I have to like slow myself down like Candace you ain't these motherfucking coaches like you ain't no cheerleader you ain't gotta always boost the motherfucker but that's just my nature whether it's in a relationship or with my friends mm-hmm. it's like if you see them going through something and you know it's like for them it's like they don't want to talk about it because they feel like it's stripping them their self respect mm-hmm. it's like you have to it's kind of like you gotta learn the person and even like with reading people, it's like when people hear the terminology you read and they automatically think you be a shit. Like I'm not needy reading you. <laughs> I'm not giving you the needy, but it's like I'm watching you and I'm understanding you so I can know 
how to respond, mm-hmm. how to talk to you. And that's like what you said. I feel like a lot of people don't know how to talk. Simple as that. They know how to point fingers. They know how to debate. Debate is like the number one thing in this country. But how to really talk is like... And it seems like people anticipate. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Especially when you're talking to guys. Like, yeah. It seems like more assumptions and they're making an ass out of themselves. I'm like, if I ever an assumption, you getting a pimp smack. But even with that, it's like, yeah. okay, you assume that's how I am. Now, what if right. I say yes? Now, what the fuck we right. going to do? Right. Exactly. <laughs> we you fucked up. You going to stop talking to me? You know? Like, exactly. you, why are we even here? Exactly. No, and that's one thing. And I think that, like, for guys that, you know, not all guys have this ego trip, but... Just men in general because they feel like that's what they're supposed to be like. Mm-hmm. That's that's their strength. We've ad- then we can't these. we can't show our vulnerability, and then they get around a girl where they want to show their vulnerability. It's like I don't know how to act. They like oh shit, the fuck, she got me because I want to be vulnerable around her. Isn't but, that strange though? Oh, it's, especially it's so like funny. with black men. That you <laughs> okay? So y'all know how we were talking about them uh, that group chat with the white girls talking about like you know yeah. how sometimes yeah. like, guys be a little overly yeah. desperate. Yeah. So I seen a, a TikTok today. Y'all know I be on this <laughs> But he, Candice, you gonna say he got played like a fiddle because he did. This man literally like you know on TikTok they have you do duet videos. Somebody yeah. be like tell me about a time this happened. Yeah. Somebody was like, tell me about a time like your ex played the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Black guy, he's like, yeah, y'all, so boom. My, long story short, she cheated on him with the best friend. The best friend was living in an apartment. It all started with a pair of pants. And <laughs> she volunteered herself to go fuck with the friend. She got out the relationship with a two-bed apartment, all his furniture, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, that's what I'm like. I, and somebody in the comments, now, mind you, I didn't want to assume upon this man. Somebody in the comments was like, I bet you, I bet you, you know, I bet I she's bet a caucus you know, sister. No caucus And he, like, he tagged her shit and everything. Like, so I, of course, I went to go search her page. She is. But I was just like, I think it's so crazy that when you think about in a black community where we uh, adopt these yeah. ideas, I always find it strange. And fellas, y'all need to be called out about this. But a black <laughs> man is always. Out willing to be super vulnerable with the woman outside of our race mm. versus letting us actually be women in our own relationships. Like, I really hate the fact that in some cases, too, like when you were talking about um looking good and somebody like, well, who are you looking good for? Yeah. Why can't we just be, why can't I just be a woman? You know what I'm saying? Why can't that just Girl. be looking good with you? Why does it have to be, I'm seeking? Seeking for something else. I was personally in a situation like that. I was like, so me and this guy was talking, Mm -hmm. and we was I, you know, me coming from the fashion where like I've been styling for the longest. um, It's just natural for me. So my closet doesn't look like a typical closet. Like I, I could literally go in my closet right now and have something to wear to New York Fashion Week. It wouldn't be like, oh, I gotta go shopping. So we was going, um, it was 4th of July, and I remember I had this skirt that I had some years ago, but I thank God, like, it had splits on the side because I was much smaller some years ago, so I just cut the slits up, and it was able to fit me perfectly. And I had this um, top, it was like a red, like, um, I got it from Urban Outfitters. It was this 
Well, you know, Champions brand, but it was this designer that did a collab with him, and it was like a sports, like, one of the sports bra, but it was like, it was so cute. It looked like a basketball type shirt bra, whatever. And I remember I was getting dressed, and I had this, I'm comfortable with myself. Like, after growing up and dealing with low self-esteem, like, I was always confident, but I was dealing with low self-esteem, and it was like, when I became, like, I just love me, it was just like, flowers just blooming. So I'm around, I'm doing my makeup. Like he's seen me transform. She don't even seem like you would be <laughs> and, the type of person. And um I remember I was doing my makeup on ever. And first he made a joke about the heat. Now mind you he didn't care about the makeup. Like he was like you look good makeup without makeup. Like he wasn't one of them type of dudes like why you wear makeup? Like yeah. no. He so was he was up. like but he was it was real hot that day. He was like um bad. You, you may want to take some off because you're going to be hot. And I was like, first of all, when I do my makeup, the shit don't come up. Like, okay, this shit is set spray. And at the time, I had my max spray, so I knew that shit was <laughs> coming on. So he was like, all right. So I remember he left out the room, and he came back. So now I got the lotion on. I actually put lotion on today. Because I ain't going anywhere. I don't put lotion on. Girl. I really don't. So <laughs> Candace, I'm I just love it. Oh, I'm saying, Blizzard. Huh? Do you know your moon sign? Capricorn. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Blizzard. So I remember I walked out the room, and he just looked at me. and was like, damn. He was like, you always dress like that? I'm like, what's up with the dress? He was like, you just, you flashy. I'm like, nigga, this is basic this right. is kind of flashy but it was like just piggybacking off what you were saying like who you really good like uh i don't size my stuff up for if i'm going out if i'm going on a date like oh today i'm gonna do my makeup because i may be going out i dealt with shit like that for like two years where it was like oh i'm not gonna be able to make it and then i got pissed off like this motherfucker made me Waste my Maybelline shit. That bottle ain't even that big. This is before (laughs) lashes and all that. This is when I was learning to do my brows. So that shit might have taken a minute. I'm like this motherfucker. And then it got to a point where I remember I had this conversation with my mom. And my mom was just kind of telling me about her life in Cali. Mm -hmm. And she was like, but Candace, she was like, why do you got to do it for him? Why you should just dress up on your own. Do shit for yourself. So when that just set in my mindset, it was like, I'm not putting this on for you. You're lucky you get to see it. It gets to walk and hold your head. Because if I wanted to be on some slithering shit, I could get some numbers while I'm with you. But I'm not cut like that. But it's like, <laughs> I'm not telling you what to wear. I'm not asking you like, hmm. I'm really not even concerned. Like, I mean, I, let me tell you something. I'm not the type of person that's like, uh-uh, don't come out looking too good. I'm like, no, come out looking the fuck Your good. Best. Please, don't come out. Because <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to be crit walking to the left like, we ain't together, y'all. I don't know that. I'm not at the goodwill. Not the goodwill. I was buying a I'm jacket. I was buying a vintage jacket. And that this is charity work. Ask me, could I that is so funny because dudes they they constantly try to like place themselves and like what, what you doing what, what is all that for and i'm like where's your confidence homie why well, i gotta be like you like That's you i know being a guy sometimes 
sometimes. Did you say boring? Yeah, she said boring. <laughs> Bruh. I was so tough. For real, think about it. You ain't right. never, like, yo, I ain't never, like, my boyfriend, he keeps himself up together a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Like you said, I want you to look good. Yeah. And it'd be funny, too, because, like, he look way older than our age. So mm-hmm. I be watching people, like, hitting on him. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not about to be insecure. Like, you yeah. know, as hell. You might as well just. Know how attractive you are, but right. better not let nobody touch you. It's just value you. But I'm never about to be like, why is you smelling so damn? <laughs> why is your shoes on? Why you choose to why wear them crispy ass? Like, why you wear a rare jet? Yeah, huh? like why you thousand dollar pair? You gonna wear your gray sweatpants to the uh, grocery store? Like, no, I was never. Why I you put no shit on? Yeah, like why you brush your teeth? Today? Why you glistening, on this? <laughs> Why you brush them 360s down? <laughs> Why you get a fresh lineup? That's the root of all evil right there. Why you get your hair cut? Why you get your hair cut? Why you coming in here? Who you looking good for? <laughs> not not let's take the strip. Y'all get a haircut all the time. Where you going to see? They're like, I, I asked you why you just ordered that $500. We have a job interview. What we talking about? <laughs> we sitting in quarantine. Boo, what the What's going on? <laughs> We was in quarantine, nigga. They trying to annihilate all of us. Mm-mm, I'm but, not going outside. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go outside up until they said it's okay. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, like, off that, so another uh, key point that I did say for, like, you to stay together, stay in love is I said, you, you got to set your differences aside. You got to set the differences aside because, like, like we said early on, y'all are coming together to form a bond, but you were individuals before you came together. Right. So you're going to have one way of thinking something. like You know, unless you were extremists, like these presidents used to say, extremists. Other than that, like, you're going to have differences. You're not going to agree. You're not going to like the same TV shows. You know, you may not eat the same way, you know. So you can't come down on one person like, oh, I don't like you doing that how you act because if you go into a relationship, well, first of all, you're not going to have a successful relationship if that shit just comes out creeping. That shit needs to be laid down before you even decide of, hey, you're going to get the second phone call. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that should need to be noted. But when you are at the point of where you can see that this is a person you potentially want to spend your life with, that needs to already be set out. You know, you can't just be coming in there like, well... I'm just, I'm not trying to hear nothing this person is saying because I feel like I'm right and it's me, 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 me. That's a selfish attitude versus like, okay, well, I can see things from their point of view and I can understand and I don't have to take it as it's tearing down my womanhood, you know? I'm still a woman. I still respect myself. I still know my power. I'm still powerful. And so I don't have to think if he doesn't agree with something I do, or and not like a, a a dictator type person, but just like just something stupid, you know, silly. Like, well, I don't like the fact that every time your Real Housewives of Atlanta come on, you still on the phone with your girl talking about. Cause that literally is me. Like, we'll be on the phone. Like, bitch, did you just see this stuff? And just be sitting there, and our men should be on the side. Like, what is y'all talking about? Like, you mind your business. We talk about Portia and all the most. But like that, or you can't get mad at your man if he's up there and he with his boys and they talking about the game or something. So 
It's like when you yeah, it's set set your differences aside, and when you set your differences aside, like you never know your differences might become you guys both enjoy something the other person really you know does right. So I feel like that's one thing that people um when you do that you are on the path to a successful relationship. Yeah, um, I agree. And then one of the other things I did. Two things, um, you know, just before ending, like the key points, I said, you got to stay expected, but unexpected. And what I meant by that is like, it's the opposite of like what I said, you expect the worst. So you, you should expect good, but you want to keep shit alive. So for example, Valentine's Day, you in a relationship with somebody, y'all been in a relationship for, let's say a year. And you're like, okay, Valentine's Day rolling up. I'm expecting my partner to do something. Or say y'all been together two, three years. But they they flip it on you. So instead of them saying first year they got you roses and maybe some cake or whatever, the next year is like, hey, babe, we flying out here. So that's what I mean by like stays expected but that's unexpected. Like keep the shit thriving. Keep you know, fresh. Exactly. Like stay energetic because... I feel like when you just become like, okay, we together. What y'all do? We don't just have sex on your (laughs) Go to the Priscilla's. Get your handcuffs. Don't put my hands behind my back when you handcuff me. You can handcuff me any way you like it, babe. But I'm just saying. I was about to say. (laughs) you You gotta keep that shit fresh. Like, even if it's like just eating out on a weekend like okay my Sundays are typically chill vibe days so I'm probably gonna watch some TV show some reality show then a movie then go to sleep and I'm like that's my day where I'm like okay we can keep our routine but any other day like refresh that shit like let's be spontaneous that's what I'm saying Yes, yeah, like you don't know me in public. Exactly. Treat me like the girl right. who was trying to smash when you right. saw me. Like, damn, shorty with them Find shorts me on. Exactly. <laughs> Just don't be on no creep and shit. Right. And be on some real stalker yeah, shit. Yeah, don't like, make me second guess who I'm going home with. Like, this is what you're doing. Whoa. Whoa. you. I didn't know all this. What the fuck is going on? We're going to take this down a notch. I need you to bring this to us. Okay, uh, this was fun. Baby, try this. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but that's that's one thing. And then the other one I said was like, you gotta celebrate and enjoy what y'all have in common. So we already know there's differences. So then, like the things y'all both like, like you and Twine, y'all love shoes. Y'all have that in common. And you and your guy, I don't know if y'all have a comment, but I'm just guessing y'all got some things in common. But I get what you're saying. Me and my men's, I mean, whatever. But, <laughs> like, whatever okay. you have in common and celebrate it, maybe take a trip, you know, show, celebrating what y'all both like, you know, maybe record a video. And I'm not talking about no porn. Yeah, I'm not talking about porn. that type of video. I mean, that's okay too. Unless you want to be a celebrity in that shit we Listen, I, I'm telling y'all, everybody my porn come out. I'm everybody, just letting y'all know. Everybody ain't Ray J. Everybody ain't Cut Ray the checks, my nigga. Cut the checks. But, um, no, but that's just me. Shit. Hell yeah, that was me, nigga. <laughs> that was me. I was me. Oh, I, that was me. No, no, let me tell you something. Let me tell you 
before that shit get released, I'm looking at every angle. I'm telling you, like, before we even do Why this. we need to edit this. This is my dick size. I really edit this. this. <laughs> you like, damn, you act like you the direct, like you the spikely of sex. Like, look, I know my angles, boo. <laughs> Put the lightning right that direction. Okay. But no, but like, um, that's really like, as far as the topic, like, those were the points I just really want to touch on. Um, it's just far as how to stay in love. Like, you just, overall, I feel like you just got to be willing and wanting. And don't assume. Right. Don't assume. Assuming will have you making an ass out of yourself. Assuming can get you shot. That's too soon. That's, that's too big. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. We all got to die someday. No, but I'm saying, like, assuming. You don't want to go out by assuming, y'all. Please shit. don't. Like, <laughs> your, your tombstone saying a nigga that assumed too much. Look where it got. <laughs> Look where it got. Okay. <laughs> I mean. I think too much. I'm saying. You don't want that reading. Because I will pay for a good portion of that funeral to make sure that shit say that. <laughs> Yeah, don't, worry. don't worry about the tombstone. I got it. They see that shit the next. Yeah, the reverb like you talk. I got it. Nigga, that assumed too much. What you want to say your tombstone? Beloved son. Okay, yeah. Nigga, that was assumed. <laughs> he assumed too much. Assumed too much. And then had like them crystallized me in the, in the little brick standing up there, and my heart was standing. It's like, told you so. <laughs> You're the only one to hear it just by You're the day. Had a lot of heavy shit going on, y'all. But I got it done. Okay. Wow, out here. I'm sad. I'm sad. Hell yeah. Did you guys want to chime in anymore on the topic? I just. I feel like, because some of the things that I did right now, we kind of just touched on them. Okay. You know what I'm yeah. I just think. I'm going to make it quick because my wisdom tooth hurts really bad. Oh, but, sure. um. Yeah, I just think. Um, shut the fuck up. She playing her business off there. Shut the fuck up, bro. Just when you thought nah, you were uh, diabetes and a toothache. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> Wait, did you say diabetes? Diabetes and a toothache. I just think, um, like staying in love really like boils down to communication as well. Like if you if you and your partner have good communication, y'all could essentially get through anything. Communicate, not all that yelling and rah rah and this that and the other. Just communicate. Get your points across. Let your partner get their points across. See where y'all agree, where y'all disagree, and move the fuck on. Like, don't keep, don't let that shit linger. And don't hold grudges. That's what a lot of people do. They hold grudges. And it's like, I don't know, for me, I've been through so much shit that everything else is just like, okay, you know what? I done almost died like six times. This shit is petty to me. Okay, mm-hmm. both my parents are dead right now, and I wish that they were here. This shit is petty to me. I've almost been homeless. This shit is petty to me, nigga. I'm trying not to get evicted. This shit is petty to me. Okay, and we just move the fuck on, but not in a disrespectful way. Like, talk it out with your partner. Let them know how you feel. Let her know how you feel. 
but come to a common ground where you can, even if you not going to agree on the subject, where you can respectfully disagree and let them know that, you know, it's still love here. I still love you, though. I ain't chop your head off. So, of course, I still love you. The fact that I even sat here this long to have this conversation with you is, you know, showing that I care for you and love you. Because, like, look, a nigga like me, if I don't give a fuck about you, I'm not even going to waste my time and have a conversation with you. Um, you right. You right. Yeah. Moving I, along. I feel like with the communication, when you have clear communication, like, you know, even the, the clear communication has to be set in the beginning. You can't wait months and years to really communicate. Because you might find that y'all don't even want to be together. Like, y'all both have two completely different paths that y'all both trying to see. Now, hey, if you get together later on, that's good. But if you don't, then y'all was going to just live the lives y'all was meant to live. So when you do have that clear communication, you know from the jump what you're getting yourself involved with, what you want, what you don't want. And if the person is like, hey, I rock with it. Let me show you me. Let me let you get to know me. Then, hey, we can move forward. But when you have people that really, they just say what sounds nice. They say what they think that you want to hear, and you just taking that shit, then you you opening the door to anything to happen. I feel like after you do get in a relationship where those ground rules have been set, you actually have a chance of becoming more than just boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, if that's your goal. Because typically people that really can communicate with each other, my goal is not just to be doing whatever for the time being a time being relationship right um, that's I all i had to say on that though be genuine yeah like you gotta be def- even though all things you gotta be intentional but just yeah. take accountability on which all intentions are with that person yeah please. you can't be out here trying to control somebody you can't be out here settling oh my. like you just gotta be genuine across the board People like that <laughs> settling yeah that shit real people will settle the fuck out of here like they in and you will be so no they advertising it's a brand somebody. it's a business no, that's but you'll be looking at somebody like 30 years later like i hate this person and i don't yeah. even know who this is yeah. so this lover I'll, you to turn into your arch I'll your arch i can't be with somebody just to be with somebody so i can be with somebody Definitely. that's where that whole term where people don't want to be alone. They're like, okay, well, he gave me a little attention or she feel me a little bit. I might as well go fuck with her. I might as well kick it with him. Like, right. no. Especially if you don't, and people really got to get to, like, if you know you don't like that person for real, right. do not sit up Don't do it because that's not fair to them. Somebody else might really want and like everything they have to offer. Let that person have that chance. Don't sit up there and be like, well, I don't want to be alone because... You know, October coming up, it's cuffing season. I need somebody. Like, don't do that shit. Like, that's where you have to get to the point of where you're like, man, what do you want to do with yourself before you get involved with somebody else? You know? And that's where I feel like you get to a point where you're like, I, why do I need to settle? Like, everything this person I'm settling for can give me, I can get myself. Or if can you genuinely give somebody something? Like, are you, do you think you have a good head space for you to be asking somebody for their time, asking somebody to, you know, do X, Y, and Z? Like, well, I'm pretty sure B. So. Simone got it in her book. She oh, God. <laughs> is. 
She gonna say she invented it. <laughs> Oh, she she, she invented pages. It's gonna be a page to say this. Is how I did it, y'all. Nah, she gonna tell y'all she invented the printing press. I'm, I'm not. If she even knows what that is, but oh yeah, y'all, and we only been together for a month. Sincerely yours. <laughs> you know, it's the nerve for me. It's the nerve. Oh, I wish y'all could have seen her face. She <laughs> She gets on my nerves. I, I, I was really rooting for Beast. You know, we were all rooting for you. <laughs> I was rooting for him. So I'm like, okay, she a hair. I watched her. Yeah, hair stylist acting like her. She over here. Okay. Yeah, from any nigga break my heart. You what? Yeah, you know, what she had the edges. I'm like, I love <laughs> this girl. She had everybody talking break, like her. You know, her first video, any nigga uh, that break my heart, we gotta square up. She was on the freeway. Oh. And she was doing so well. She had people mimicking her. Her, talking Why? like her, she everybody was doing it. And then the baby came. <laughs> and something. you see how he did her? He really like. He never claimed her. <laughs> said, "Hey, Danny Lay," and said, "I don't want your dumb ass either." Like, no, you did all that for what, B? We still don't know what your I'm man looks like. Back to my baby mama. <laughs> back to my baby mama. The original my baby subject. is so cute, by the way. She yeah. is the cutest thing. She looks just like him. She, so <laughs> he has two daughters. I know I saw one of like she's like five years old or four. And then there's one he had like she's like two. Is that the one that was that's like the, the shrimp one? No, that's the older one. Okay. It's one young at her and she had like these dimples. Oh my god. She looked fake. She looked like a baby doll and I just wanted to take her and just Oh, I just love baby. So cute. But anywho. <clears throat> So we all good on that topic. We can move along <laughs> to Miss Sheep. Wow, Ruff. that laugh sounded like an evil and laugh. Past. <laughs> and it. politics. I done heard some crazy shit going on in the world with the politics. Yeah, actually, um, so I'm crazy shit. I'm always honest first. I'm very much so unprepared. <laughs> but um, I did hear, you know, we invaded Iran illegally. Okay, I didn't hear that. I ain't hear that. Yeah, yeah Biden yeah. sent the whole fucking bomb over there. So, it, that's all I'm like. I'm just living myself because the details of it is still like they still, you know, yeah. revealing most of the details and okay. stuff like that. But apparently, the US, we bombed Iran, uh, I want to say either last week or a week before that. Either way, not too long ago. And it was illegal. Now, in which the details on which that happened, I'm not sure, but. Huh. I will be on the lookout. Well, I'll, I'll be back next week with those details. I did find that out today, so that's why I'm a little unprepared. But um, if anybody needs a fun fact, it's been six animals that have been extinct this year. <laughs> what? But what? Six animals. <laughs> six animals in real life. They gone extinct. There's a type of tiger, a seal. There's a sea turtle. Not the sea turtle. Yeah, and these are literally not the type of tiger that's gone extinct. It's the one that y'all usually see on pictures with the long whiskers. So Siberian. Like, yeah, those guys. I know my and um, <laughs> cat. an Indian jaguar. <gasps> what? Twenty twenty. Yes. So did they say what caused them to go extinct? No, not the jaguar from the jungle, boy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said I'm gonna be honest. I'm always honest first, y'all. So I was very unprepared, but 
those are the things I'm gonna share with y'all. The um in regards to the country bombing another country, I had those details next week. Oh, I heard about that, that briefly. Well, I know what not going to stink that uh white people. No, no, they come on, no. <laughs> that African bullfrog. I just that, that shit. African bullfrog eat a mouse. After ate that weird. Yeah, I saw. I sent that to you. You said he's not a stink. Yeah, this African bullfrog like like this big and this bitch is eating like he ate a spider like the side of my hand. Then he ate a mouse. And I just knew the spider was going to clamp on his face and just inject him with something. And the African Damn. bullfrog was like, no Not way. today, bitch. Not with us. He Africans. ripped his legs off one by he one. He ate them like they was Popeye's chicken wings. Mm. Yes. <laughs> them little Popeye's chicken Listen, fingers. Listen, why don't mean no joke? <laughs> okay? That's what <laughs> When I saw an African on top, I knew it was over. I was like, oh, that point. Uh, is this the video? Go, 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 go. This first one? Yep. Ooh. It looked like the spider go in because he looked creepy, but mm. <laughs> not today, Mike. Oh, so not today. Well, moving along, I have a beauty and health tip for you. I'm gonna keep it short and simple. Okay. Um, the seasons changing, so to speak, here in Michigan. You know, next week, I think it's next week or the week after it's daylight savings time. So we'll get more sunshine. So do we lose the game? I don't even know. I just know we get more sunshine. We get more daytime. We get a whole extra day. So they add. So it's adding an hour. It's one of them. Y'all know. We do it every year. We do that shit. Look, when you work in that hour, really don't make no difference. But You just know you missed out so but um, but with that extra hour, you know, it's going to be more sunlight. It'll be a little bit warmer, as y'all can see today. Or past few days, it's been a little bit warmer outside, you know, here you know in Michigan. We got a snowstorm coming. Exactly. It'll be coming like mid, what, mid-April, the end of April. Then we're going to get that burst of 80 degrees. Yeah, typical. Typical Michigan weather. We don't give a fuck. I'm gonna get back to this little beauty tip in a minute, but did y'all hear about like the governor of Michigan is um thinking about opening up bars and clubs to 4 a.m.? Mm hmm. She, um, she said she's not gonna have full uh, capacity though. But still, to four a.m. though, like we've never been a four a.m. state. That's like but Toronto, I don't really New York. Don't even mind that because whatever could, in Detroit you might have five people. Like, I feel like the yeah. government's probably had a meeting and said, "Look, we too far in this crumb and shit." What she you gotta said. What they said. The reason behind it is to try. You trying to know? Okay, fuck with y'all. But no, they said the reason why they're she signed off on it, but she's not doing it statewide. So each county will have are able to make that choice on whether they want to stay mm. open till two or they want to push it till four. And she says because she with corona and everything happening and bars and clubs losing money, um, she feels like this will be a way to bring money back into their bars and clubs, but 
Honestly, this past summer, you had clubs downtown Detroit charging you $200 to get in, or you had to buy a $200 bottle. Niggas was partying to on get the in. street. They said, fuck that. We don't need the club. So, Niggas was literally on the street. If it's six people in the club, I'm not trying to be there for Nigga, no. I could have a club bigger than that in my house. My nigga party. I'm not going to a six. But she did also say... Y'all gonna be somebody. I'm having that bitch. This a fucking slumber party. This ain't no party. She did say that she um, that she wants um she wants this stuff to open back up at fifty percent capacity. Now this is what was mind boggling to me because she said last summer these clubs and bars was only open at twenty percent capacity. But I recall being downtown. This shit was packed wall to wall. It was lines outside to get like fuck twenty percent, my nigga. This is over a hundred percent capacity. So oh, they was making bank charge you three hundred dollars to get in the car to get in or to buy. This is not Miami. This is not New York. Remember, they had to close the clubs down, close restaurants and stuff down. Yeah, yeah. A huge ass outbreak Mm -hmm. in the summer. Yep, they eventually ended up closing it back down. But by that time, the summer was pretty much over. I think because with the vaccinations going on, and they just released that they're about to start sending them to, I guess everybody. They think like, when you get vaccinated, so you won't die. Like, well, they did say the numbers. The numbers in Michigan are down. But pretty much every other state, the shit is still rising. Texas said fuck it. Florida been said fuck it. Atlanta, apparently, they never even had it. So. It's also weekend. I know. Literally, yeah. I literally was thinking, like, because uh, I think who is this for? Some uh, basketball player, I can't remember who it was, but he was speaking about he does not agree with that. Yeah, I heard it was a lot of. And then Austin, and what did I say to you? I said, Atlanta love me, we see worse. Exactly. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. You was here a couple years ago, (laughs) nigga. I'm not even going to say what I was about to say. But anyway, COVID smoking. We just COVID. Survive anything down here. What the fuck is a COVID? Atlanta is a. What is a COVID? That sounds like a cough. Nigga, you got a cough. You straight. Y'all coming out with new coats? (laughs) 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 But uh, anyway, back to this this quick little beauty tip. So, this is something that I've been doing and I really like it. And it is called dry brushing. And what you'll do, I know y'all saying it like you get these brushes from anywhere. Target, Myers, we don't fuck with Walmart, racist ass. Um, Sephora, anywhere, also anywhere that sells bath products. You can get it looks like a it's a brush with a long ass handle. That's like, what it, like you seen the shit. It's and big it's as fuck. It's for your body. Okay. Yes. Uh, no. But it's called dry brushing. So what you'll do is it's to remove the dead skin off of your body that you really can't see. And this ain't just like for super ashy people where you, you see the shit on your body. This is for people that moisturize too because you have dead skin. But what it does is you gonna, you're going to brush typically before you get into a shower. But you want your body to be completely dry. 
So you brush your skin in an upward circular motion for about, I want to say maybe two minutes on each body part. So two minutes on one leg, the other leg, arms, stomach, chest area. If you can get your back, that's why I say get the brush with the long handle. Your back, not your private area. Don't fuck that up. You can do it on your ass though, like brush your ass. But don't put it on your face, just your body parts. You're going to brush up about two minutes on each body part. And then immediately you want to hop your dusty ass into the shower. <laughs> Cleanse yourself. And after you get out the shower, just put on you know, your regular moisturizer. And you will honestly see like an instant glow. Now, the more and more you do it, the more and more your body will hold moisture. Because you don't have that dead skin built up on your body. And you won't have to use as much lotion. Or moisturizer on your body because your body is going to be able to naturally produce those oils that your body needs. And I say just do this maybe. Don't do it every day because some people can have sensitive skin. Disclaimer, if you have eczema or anything like that, don't do this. It will hurt your skin. But um, yeah, you can do this a couple times a week. I say three times at the most in a week. And um, then you just repeat next week. You have glowing skin. That would be close, like especially in the yep. summer. And these brushes, like I say start now, so that way by the summertime when you hot and sweaty, you put your baby oil on your shea butter or Vaseline or whatever you use. Your body will have that natural luminescent glow. And you won't have to go out and spend your money on, you know, cheap ass beauty bonds by Sephora. I like luscious. Luscious are nice, but yep, so that is my beauty tip today from Mickey Esthetician. I'm doing corny for a minute. Alright. Well, so for the sweet face lip bakery is coming for that ass. <laughs> Show y'all is. didn't know that was a shot, they coming. <laughs> or y'all could just put me in y'all store. Fair game. Give her a store. Give me a spot. Put me in there. Get your 40 acres and a meal, okay? Tell them you need me and then say fuck it. That's all I got for that. So I'm going to pass it back to... I actually had a question though. Does it matter what type of uh, brush you get? So typically you want to get um, like a wooden brush Mm -hmm. with natural bristles on it because the natural bristles are actually going to be able to lift the dead skin and debris off your body. There are some with synthetic bristles, but the synthetic bristles actually can scratch and break your skin, skin. but it doesn't lift the debris and dead skin off your body. So it's like you're tearing at your skin, but you're not really picking nothing up. So it's kind of like, I don't know, like girls when they shave, but they dry shave. And then after you like, whoa, why is my leg all welting up? Right. And then one more thing, like if you notice, um, (laughs) if you notice your skin turning red or a little darker for a couple minutes, that's good because that's actually the circulation and blood rushing to the top of your skin. Because there's also other benefits to this other than just glowing skin. Like it helps with lymphatic drainage. Y'all know I'm big on that. Um, it helps with circulation to your skin and it helps with getting oxygen to the muscles in your skin, especially your legs. 
a lot of times when you get older, your legs are the first thing or the bones in your legs are the first thing to start to break down. So this will help bring oxygen to those muscles and ligaments in your legs that will keep your legs like Tina Turner's young and youthful. They'll keep them beautiful, but also keep them healthy and fit. So those are other benefits. Yep. So back to you guys. Circle of Excellence Awards. Do y'all have anybody? Yeah. I got somebody. She got somebody. I got somebody. She got somebody. <laughs> so the person today who I'm going to give this award to is this woman. She's a designer from Brooklyn. Um, okay. I, I actually, she's from Brooklyn, you know. But um, I used to follow her. Actually, I still follow her. Uh, I started following her, I want to say, about six years ago. Her name is Aurora James. Um, how I started following her, I had posted this picture. Um, my page used to be just nothing but fashion based. And she actually had wrote on the picture and was like complimenting me for complimenting her. Mm -hmm. And little did I know, um, she at the time she wasn't the main person of this company. The company is called Brother Bellies. And now she's the creative I'm designer. And the reason why I want to wear her is because she's the person behind the whole reason why we have all of these retail shops now that we're doing like the 15% pledge after George Floyd, the uh -huh. protest. So she's the idea that came up with the, let's get these big corporations <laughs> to support black, black businesses. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. So she started a petition. Her petition went viral and the first company she got actually to pick it up was Sephora. And then she started getting other brands, you know, to pick it up. However, you know, she spoke on how there are still some companies who don't want to jump on board. But when you think of, especially with the past year, how many companies did start doing the you know, that support black businesses, even though it's been a long time coming, it's like, okay, this still means something. So I want to get her her award because the fact that she also, um, uh, she has a nonprofit advocacy organization and she really did her due diligence to make sure that all of these businesses that were above board we're taking their dollars to support, you know, issues within the community of black people. So Aurora James, um, this What's is the my, name of her organization? Um, she doesn't have the name of her organization, but you can actually, so if you go to her webpage, which I actually was going to um, put in the fashion part of this, is okay. Brother Bellies. So Brother Bellies is their African-based company. So it's in Brooklyn, but the designers are African. And they make some of the like, I remember I had did this cover story on some shoes. Uh, it was like some weird sandals. Yep. I did these weird sandals. And I remember, I think I saw Beyonce wearing them after I posted. So I really felt elite because I was like, I had some shit first before anybody. And I had like a lot of celebrities actually write on my posts of these pictures. And I had like these sandals talking about you know, African culture, like real African culture, not just your typical African culture. So, um, or what you see America has watered down and, and tried to say. Hey. Yeah. But the shit that Tara Banks got mad at Yaya for. 
Exactly. But <laughs> I want to uh, give, give Aurora <laughs> James um, again her award because she's a young, beautiful woman. And for her to do that is simply amazing. So, Aurora, thank you. And she's also, she's born in Toronto, too. Oh, big So, she a real one. I love people from Toronto. Um, moving on to the Coco Fashion so, yeah, yes, uh, <laughs> what we got going down? So it's on the shit that I literally just was like, okay, I can talk about this, I can talk about that. But the most thing that like stood out for me is, especially because I was unable to go last year because COVID shut everything down, is New York Fashion Week is back on and popping. So there are some websites already giving you pre-seating arrangements. Um, it's not for right now, but it's for their fall show. So it's in September. It's but, not. Oh, wait, shit. February over. Yeah. No, they're there in like Milan now, I think, or Paris. Yeah, I was about to say but that. But their, their September show where they typically also do the um, men's fashion week, New York fashion week, too, which is one of the biggest events ever. It started a few years ago. I want to say like six years ago it started. Mm-hmm. So that is back on for events coming up. And currently within two months, um, I'm not sure if they're going to have it open. I know they have been discussing, but Toronto Fashion Week is back on. I actually attended Toronto Fashion Week um, three years ago, and it was simply amazing. Um, I know they're doing some things virtual, but they're still taking the designers. So I know they said they're going to try to have some things. Unfortunately, I can't fucking cross the border. But... Toronto Fashion Week is still back. No, we can't cross because Canada's still mad at fat ass Trump and his bitch ass that he's here anymore. Just go with a passport and a COVID test. What the fuck? What is America? You know what? But we can send me back to Africa. Uh, We can't go nowhere until after April 30th. Yeah. Oh my God. That's why all these people going to Puerto Rico. Fuck out of here. And I ain't trying to go there either because foreign territory is not where you want to be necessarily right now. Especially when you ain't got nobody backing your ass. You ain't got your own territory backing your ass. just go to Dearborn. So, <laughs> that's, that's, that's <laughs> me, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm done with you. Man, here we come. Right. Post the pictures, shit. I'll be living the life when I be in Somerset by them palm trees. Like, nigga, picture me with them pine trees. I'm taking sad photos with this palm tree, bitch. Look at that light. We could think I'm at What's LA that restaurant behind the breeze and pretend we in Hawaii? Shit, you go outside Detroit and pretend you ain't any pure. Okay, that's. I'm looking like I got off the step in the name of Lil. So, okay. You see me, y'all. I'm looking like. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. But that's all I have for y'all for fashion. Um, fashion related events. Uh the final segment of the show, y'all know we do like what music y'all listen to. Um, what's the flavor in your ear? What y'all been listening to? I don't flavor in your ear. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I've been listening to uh Nip. Okay. For and um, Perfect Ten been my song for the last two weeks. So. Is that it? Been on that Leo energy. <laughs> that is what's up. Um, I've been listening to a little bit of everything actually. Yeah. Like not really one thing in particular, right. but 
I've been listening to, I did just come across this guy, but I can't, this is so messed up. Mm-hmm. I can't think of his name. It's just irritating myself. I'm trying to go to my uh, title so I can find, what is his name? <sighs> what the fuck is his nigga name? Kevin Ross. Okay. So yeah. I've been listening to um, a lot of his music lately. He got this one song called Long Song Away. Mm-hmm. And I just really, really, really like this shit. Like, y'all probably know who he is. Like, a lot of people knew who he was, like, like maybe two years ago. He, he redid, um, he redid D'Angelo's song with, uh, Lauren Hill. And he redid it with this other singer that I've been listening to for, like, the past five years. Her name is Kirby. Oh, yeah, and, she used to work for Beyonce. I know. And, um, yeah. So y'all probably know who he is, but then he kind of yeah. just, like, died down because he's not really one of those people that's, like, out there in mainstream. He, he's one of those artists that's really in it because he loves the music. Yeah. So, like, he could be much bigger, but he's a much better version of Bryson Taylor with a much better voice, pretty much. Uh-huh. But, yeah, Kevin Ross, that's who I've been listening to. And then other than that, today... I started back on my Jodeci kick. Um, you know, could never listen to too much Jodeci. But that's I'm, it. I'm kind of in the same boat with you. Like, I haven't been listening to one particular artist lately. I low-key made a playlist because, I don't know, my mood's just been just wanting something new from what I typically listen to. So, I mean, I guess the last song that I listened to today that I was really catching a vibe off was Anderson Pack and the song was um Come Home featuring the one and only Andre Frizzy. Uh, I also listened to that today just really in the vibe. Like, Three stacks. But I really I guess I can actually say I've been listening to Anderson Pack because I was listening like four or five songs of his on repeat. So yeah, <laughs> them like two of my I love Mr. Bro Mars, so they're like two of my favorite artists. So yeah, I, I can't wait for that. People and kids turn the fuck up for Bruno Mars. <laughs> I look. I went to his concert some year. His concert he had in 2018. I went to it. It was it was an experience, and I was just laughing because you like what you said. You had old yeah, you had all the young people like really catching vibe because um Uncle Charlie was there. And people really was losing their vibe. I was like, this is about to think I'm like 50. I was acting up. That's the concert I had TLC. Uh... When he came, it was just, it was Charlie Wilson and Bruno. Because it was Bruno's concert. Yeah. And it was Charlie. It was some other people supposed to be, but they didn't Sierra show up. Yeah, she didn't show up. It was just, That's Charlie right. pretty much had the whole ha- first half. And he was real cool about it. And then him and Bruno performed together. And then yeah, Bruno Charlie had the rest. Definitely. When he started singing Outstanding, I was looking like... I am crying Outstanding. I saw Charlie Wilson with R. Kelly. Sebastian. Robert. <laughs> she said Robert said Sebastian. And he's just nodding his head. Sebastian. Like, that nigga Did y'all see his mug shot? He got that COVID shot. And his face is like he was saying, you're killing me, man. Oh, you know that I did not want to say that. And I was just laughing my ass. Free Bill Cosby, for real. 
But no, actually, well, we gonna have to record it. some of this because y'all gotta see this shit in action. You got <laughs> like for real. We gonna have oh, to. Wait, what we record? I mean, like record. Oh, us. <laughs> so they can see. So they can see this about. shit, like. But um, yeah, we got this really good docu, like a documentary on uh, YouTube. Well, Bill Cosby. Yeah, Which, I don't know if y'all seen that clip of him like talking about like the African circle. Earth and all that stuff. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so it's like yeah. I didn't. I thought that was just like you know a PBS Kids clip yeah. or something. I don't know. <laughs> She's so a show clip. It turns out it's a whole documentary. Yeah, too, but you I can YouTube it. It was really good too. Oh, but I, I developed a lot of respect for Bill Cosby. I'm like, this probably why they trying to get your ass. Oh yeah. Well, as soon as I heard the news, I heard this like some years ago when he was planning on purchasing NBC. I was like, I remember I had this conversation with my pops. My pops was like, watch shit just start crumbling for him. Yeah. And I'm like, it, I'm like, that song. it was like, I want to say like four or five years after. And I'm like, all these allegations. And then when you hear it, this is not like how Did rivals you know about take his wife's closet. Home? No. They're literally, they, I don't know a gold mine, but I'm not sure if they're living on oil. They're living on some type of valuable property as well. So like him and his, like their oh, house through Camille, some type of I don't know if it's an oil thing or something, yeah. but their house, their property is literally on some hefty piece of land. They said Bill Cosby was living life in jail though. Yeah, yeah he said he in there chilling. Like, what the fuck with Bill Cosby? We just gotta lock your ass away. I know we know you ain't did shit. I'm telling you, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't put nothing past the FBI and all that bullshit, especially when it comes to black people that's for self involvement. They'll pin anything. Of course. I'm like, yeah. Except for Kelly. Yeah, he yeah, different. Like, Sylvester is different. That's why I'm saying. R. Kelly did it. R. Kelly wrote that shit in the That makes sense. Is he a thousand percent guilty? Maybe some of these things is thrown on him, but that nigga is guilty. No, yeah, he's definitely. <laughs> Sylvester. Like, when you write it in your song, talking about 18 and over or 16 Why was I just talking about the cover of Aaliyah's first album? This nigga standing in the background. Like, ain't nobody peeped this creepy ass nigga. He looked like the child molester that be waiting outside the kid's school. He had a bald head back then. That's what fucks me up. Okay, how you went from being On purpose, boy. On purpose. On purpose. You knew something, nigga. I'm telling you, Sylvester. (laughs) That's Sylvester. What kind of name is Sylvester? That sounds like a pedophile name. Robert Sylvester Kelly. Beat it, my nigga. Beat it. Oh, child molesting ass. But that's all for today's show. Damn, Robert. <laughs> Robert. Well, no, not for real, because you know you're going through it. <laughs> Killing these moms. I hope you feel better. You feel like we small. I tried to put Kells and. Oh my God. What's the movie? <laughs> just saying, like, saying a lot together. I just put them together. I could never unsee him jumping up from that chair. I can't even. Well, when he was with Gail, yeah, having a temper tantrum. Mm-hmm. Just disgusting. Just pathetic. All his years. He should have just got the fuck on. Like, look, the first time he was clear of that shit, like, he was clear. My nigga, you, you, you cry, exonerate. 
He was exonerated. Then he had to go and have all these chicks in his dungeon or whatever the hell he had. Some saw they was coming out with a TV show about me. I'm like, man, I am oh, out. Shit. Exactly. <laughs> he did go to the other country and he was trying to bring him back to America. Oh my God. No, if I, I could find that video, it's in the right. You need to call El Chapo and then be like, I got all these proceeds. Y'all can have in this Robert Kelly record. He said, do you have Kelly your passport? You can have all my shit. Let me hide out with chores. Oh my God! He tried to get on, but it was too late. <laughs> you like, I, got, I got a concert in Saudi Arabia. Please let me go. I'm like, nigga, what? Shut your black ass up. Do your homework. I found it. You had your COVID shots now. I got it. I found it. Now, do you got your COVID shots now? See, I remember, that's unfortunate. I remember it. Is it America? To America. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we ended the show for y'all today. Have you had your passport? I remember. Uh, uh, Did you get your COVID vaccine? <laughs> you want to come back to America? Come out the homie Kels trying With to bring Sylvester Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> that's a song, Rick Mac. I'm so good. <laughs> This is my favorite part right here. They're struggling. The voice is struggle. It's the background. <laughs> Alright, y'all. Good show today. Good shit. I'm done. Y'all come back with us we next done. week. <laughs> this was a good show. This is good, girl. Coco out. Bye, y'all. Adios from Sylvester. That's all I have.